I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of another Dolphins podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. It's been a while. I've waited so long to say this, and I finally get to let the words escape my mouth. So, Joshua, it's good to see you, my friend. Welcome back. How you doing? Yeah, man. Glad to be back. Glad to be able to keep up with the Miami Dolphins, because when I was at the beach, it was uh, very hard to keep up with practices and scrimmages and things like that. But um, I'm ready to do this podcast, man. Glad to be back. How have you been? Dude, I've been good. There's been a lot of news, but I, the thing wow. I need to ask you about is how on earth there are these signs up during the practices that the Dolphins have, right? That no recording allowed. You are not allowed to record the practices. And yet somehow sitting in a random beach in Maryland, I think it is, Mr. Joshua Houts at Houts on Twitter was able to tweet a butt ton of clips from practices. So you, as a magician, I don't want you to reveal your secrets, but can how, how do you make this happen? What, what you're dealing with three kids on a beach and you're posting clips of a practice that can't be recorded. You're, you're a mastermind here. It, it was really hard actually to sit there and try to decipher what's going on in those plays. You know, some of those <laughs> clips, if you're not there, you don't know what numbers, what I'm like screenshot and zooming in for Elijah Higgins, but no man, someone that followed me just said, I'll be at camp. If you want, I can send you some videos. Um, keep me you know anonymous and so i call him the plug but he kept sending me some videos so i pumped them out as much as i could and there were some pretty nice ones there was a nice back shoulder touchdown to tyree kill i think uh cam smith had a pass breakup it's funny though everyone that i posted it looked like the miami dolphins official account then went in showed the much better you know 4k hd version of it but yeah it was pretty neat and i wasn't gonna say no do you think do you think the dolphins knew something they'd see the clips you're putting out and figured you know if um if he's gonna have it everyone else's too yeah, and I mean, they were pretty like, uh, you know, the highlight plays, you know, almost. So they were probably going to show them either way. But yeah, it was neat. I mean, I don't get to get down there. I hope that someday, you know, you and I can go down there and cover camp because that's been a dream of mine forever. But yeah, so for someone to send me those videos and to tell me to freefully post them and let everybody else witness it, I thought it was pretty cool at least. What was your what was the go to one you had to watch a couple times? Was it the was it the Reek touchdown? Because I mean, for me, it was the Camp Smith pass by breakup. No one's gotten more hype since we've actually seen like footage of camp than camp smith i feel yeah it had to be the camp smith one that definitely got my juices going and then the dolphins official account posted devon a chain and dude i'm starting to wonder if i'm a little bit of a jinx because i jokingly put i'm gonna tell my kids this is barry sanders and the next day he's you know not showed up at practice you know he was sitting on the sideline so i'm just like house you just need to shut up man <laughs> it's so because like i would love to like poke a, a bills bear or something just like joke about something but i knew the second the second i talk any type of junk it's just gonna get batted right in my face josh they went through 
We had our first practice at Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday. So what we're doing today is we're going to get through all the news, the notes. We have a full injury report here. You mentioned Devon A-Chain. Uh, but before we get to that, we do have a little bit of transaction news. And it's a getting to the interesting time of year. Because, Josh, I don't know if you remember last year. This was about the time of year when Mackenzie Alexander was a signing by the Dolphins. Trey Flowers was a signing by the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think we both kind of credited Chris Greer for looking at this roster, seeing what was happening in the preseason training camp, and really – you know, you're not going to make your team a billion times better here, but you're just taking those swings to maybe prove those weak spots on the roster. Uh, so, Josh, something the Dolphins are doing, they're looking at defensive tackles. Marvin Wilson, former Eagles defensive tackle, uh, worked out with the Dolphins on Saturday. I think Tom Pelissero, NFL Networks, was the first one to report that. Josh, uh, starting just with that defensive tackle, the Dolphins looking at different guys. That's really not much of a surprise, though, when you really kind of put things into perspective. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I don't think at all, Jake. I mean, we hear Vic Fangio basically pleading, you know, to bring in different guys at depth position. Uh, we keep talking about how important it is for Raekwon Davis to take that next step up front. Um, your boy, Brandon, I can't say Can we say it? I'm not very good with the last name. Peely? Peely. Yeah, yeah, Peely. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's the only guy behind Raekwon Davis. So, um, yeah, bringing in a guy that's 24 years old, a guy who, you know, a lot of people – thought was better than where he went in the draft. I think he was undrafted, 24 years old. He'd be solid depth front front. And when you look at what Philly has, I mean, their front seven is, you know, insane. So the fact that he didn't couldn't stick on that roster, I really doesn't, don't think it says a lot about him. So um, we'll see what happens. 24 years old. I think Vic Fangio was in Philly a little bit last season. So maybe he got a front row seat, but they definitely need to bring in depth because they let John Jenkins, Jingleheimer Smith go, which still hurts me a little bit. <laughs> You know, that, that's kind of the thing here too, right? Is that the Dolphins have maybe one of the best three-man rotations in the trenches there when you want to talk Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, um, Raekwon Davis. We know Emmanuel Agba can play in there. But yeah, I mean, John Jenkins, he played about 25% of snaps for the Dolphins last year. This isn't someone who's going to make or break your season, but there are going to be injuries. There are going to be um, extended periods of time where one of these guys, Sealer, Wilkins, Davis, are out of the lineup, and you just kind of need someone to fill in. And Marvin Wilson kind of makes sense. He is that nose tackle type. Uh, that Eagles defense, hey man, it's no surprise. Where was Vic Fangio? last year uh, where was he hanging out with who was he looking at so you see the connection right away that Marvin Wilson can have I think he's only played two games in his career um, last year I think he got into one game it was either 7 13 something like that um, and he had four tackles as a defensive tackle so that isn't too bad that's kind of like a Christian Wilkins special in a way um, not trying to compare the two whatsoever but you don't see a defensive tackle get a lot of um uh, stops there and just one appearance. So that was a pretty impressive to see. Josh, another name. The Dolphins went out and signed safety Miles Dorn. He played at North Carolina from 2016 to 2019. Special teams guy for the Vikings. Um, read between the lines what you see there. Depth, right? Just someone that's going to come in and hopefully compete and maybe, you know, become a special teamer, this, that, and the other thing. Um, we're talking about the front seven. I just want to throw out Nadamagan Sue. We talked about him a little bit on the pod, and Akeem mm -hmm. Hicks is another veteran. So they definitely need to bring in depth there. And then to bring in a, another defensive back, I just think that they realize that that unit's kind of weak. 
The Dolphins also signed linebacker Mike Rose out of Iowa State. He was an undrafted free agent who was with the Chiefs last year. Um, he didn't play any snaps. He was in the XFL. He played for the Blackhawks. Um, but just just one more note, Josh. We'll get into um, uh, some of the notes from training camp here. But but Mike Rose, um, excuse me, Miles Doran, something I wanted to bring up. Um, Keon Crossan, he was at the uh, scrimmage the other day. He had compression le- uh, compression sleeves on both legs. This is someone who's making a lot of money for the Dolphins quote-unquote, a lot of money being in the perspective of three, four million dollars over the next couple of seasons. So that's something I want to follow up there. This is uh, someone like Miles Dorn has that experience playing special teams. He's probably going to be the bottom of the roster in terms of being a safety or cornerback. Uh, But but those death battles, man, you hit the nail on the head. I think he's someone who um, all of a sudden he might just start weaving his way up the death chart just a little bit. Yeah, I definitely got my wires crossed. I was sitting here trying to read one guy playing linebacker, and we were sitting there talking about defensive back. So definitely got my wires crossed there. But I guess it says a lot about the safety unit, right? I think even Vic Fangio said he's waiting for someone to kind of step up next to Javon Holland. So um, I think that could be Brandon Jones when he's healthy. We've seen Verone McKinley do a little bit of that stuff. Um, we'll see what happens, right? We know how important safety is. So depth at that position, someone that could play special teams. Why not bring in this guy?